Ignatius Press presents Father Fessio in Five, the assorted wisdom, or in Latin, disiecta membra, of Ignatius Press's founder. Welcome to the 43rd episode of my disiecta membra, my scattered thoughts, and I'm going to take a step backwards. I've been accused of that often in my lifetime, of going backwards. And you turn back the clock, which is what you do, of course, is the clock is not correct, and you have to set it to the right time. But I want to go back to Colossians chapter 1, verse 24, because this is another one of those very brief mentions in a Pauline epistle, which is strange, mysterious, and worth reflection. Because Paul says in verse 24, Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake, and in my flesh I complete what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is the church. Wait a moment. Is Paul saying that Christ's sufferings were not adequate? That Christ's redemption of us on the cross needed something in addition to that? No and yes. We know that Paul is well known for his image of the mystical body of Christ. The church is the body, Christ is his head. And in many places in Paul, but here's one of them. In order to understand scripture, we've got to look into what he's saying metaphorically seriously. So Paul, we know, especially in 1 Corinthians, towards the end of chapter, I think it's 12, talks about the church as the body of Christ. All right, what is that doing? That's taking a, an example from our experience, our bodies and other bodies, and applying it to our relationship with Christ and each other. But whatever happens in God's realm, in the supernatural realm, is always reflected in the natural realm. But here, it's a pale reflection. What we see here is not genuine goodness, genuine justice, genuine fatherhood, but an image of perfect justice, perfect fatherhood, perfect happiness, which is in God. Likewise, the bodies we have are pointing to a body which is more organic, more connected, more one than our bodies. What does that mean? It means that you and I are, in fact, more closely bound to each other than my finger to my hand than my hand to my wrist, than my arm to my body. That's surprising. That's hard to believe. But it is an act of faith we must make, that we are truly the body of Christ. And when Christ says, whatever you do to least to my brethren, you do to me, he's not saying, well, I'm going to apply that to myself. I'm going to treat it as if you were doing it. No, he's saying that, I and you are one flesh, and therefore what we suffer is already a participation in Christ's own sufferings, and his suffering is lacking in this sense, that he's the head, we're the body, but that it's the whole Christ who is suffering for the redemption of all mankind, and every suffering that we have is making up for, is completing what our head began in his sufferings. And so we truly are meant to be with Christ on his cross. When he says, 
if you will be in my disciple, you must take up your cross and follow me. That's not external. That's not, oh, I had my cross, this piece of wood over here, and now here's one for you. No. We are meant to be with him, one flesh with him, one body with him, as he's suffering on the cross, and as that suffering is continued throughout history, throughout time. But that's not the end of the story, is it? Because we also rise with him. Because we died with him and in him, we also are promised we will rise with him and in him. If we say at the end of Mass, towards the end of Mass, through him, with him, in him, through him, by his, by his means, with him, side by side, but more than that, in him, as members of his body, making up for his sufferings. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, and give it a review. And for books, movies, and much more from Ignatius Press, go to ignatius.com. If you want to help support our mission, click the donate button. Music by Dominic Del Curdo.